Hello from Bear and Kura, a podcast from the Land of Oz Information Services. I love you, Bear. I love you too, Kura. This is episode 24 of the Bear and Kura podcast. This week, we're just going to ask why. Uh, number one, why does the Easter Bunny bring eggs when rabbits don't lay eggs? I have no idea. <laughs> how, how did that thing ever get started? I think it's just a marketing thing. I mean, really, what do, what do bunnies and eggs and egg hunts have to do with the, the rebirth of Christ? Well, isn't that misappropriation? Because weren't some of those traditions pagan traditions before Christians ever came around? Oh, I believe so. I, I You know, it's just like a lot of, uh, it's just like Christmas. A lot of the stuff is really originated with pagan religions, and then they just kind of converted it to, to, to a religious holiday. But I think it's more of a marketing ploy just for, I don't know. I don't want to say it's a bogus holiday because they piss off a lot of religious people, but eh, you got to believe in Christ if uh, you're going to celebrate it, really. I think that's one of the only really redeeming things of Easter is candy and fun things for kids to do. Well, Christmas is a lot like that, too. People who are not Christians celebrate Christmas. Oh, of course, it's, yeah. It's sort of a secular holiday now. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and, I understand that. And Easter, in a way, is, too. It's all about candy now. Oh, yeah. Definitely. It's just silly nonsense. I don't know. I just keep... I remember as a kid, they kept on showing those Cadbury commercials. And it would show a bunny hopping to the screen. And you, you would hop into the screen and you would lay this egg and you would be clucking the whole time. It was just, it was just ridiculous. I think Easter is really good for diabetes and uh, obesity. <laughs> Very true. And you could say the same thing about Christmas. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and Halloween. <laughs> and uh, pretty much any holiday. So. Although I don't think a whole lot of Christians celebrate Halloween. It's kind of the anti-Christian holiday. Well, if they were cool, they would. <laughs> <laughs> no, I understand that. <laughs> what type of animal is Snuffleupagus? Snuffleupagus. 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 I think he's an elephant. That's from what I remember. I think. It was, Is that a Muppet? Snuffleupagus? Yeah. Yeah, he's a Muppet. It's a big furry elephant, from what I can remember. He was like a woolly mammoth without the tusks. I have no memory of that. Really? He, was a, he had like real big eyes. He was brown. He had really big eyes and long eyelashes. Is that a childhood thing? Hmm? Is that a childhood thing? Something from your childhood? Yeah, I think I think it's from Sesame Street or somewhere. Okay. Muppets or one of one of those. Maybe that was after my childhood. Yeah, I don't think Snuffleupagus was in uh, Star Trek. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I just mean I I think I go further back than Snuffleupagus. Snuffleupagus. <laughs> I can tell you're not familiar with it by the way you pronounce his name. <laughs> That should be fun. I should make that into some sort of wordplay and see if you can do it. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
So, okay, we haven't figured out what <laughs> Snuffleupagus is. We could probably keep talking about it and seeing if you can get his name straight. <laughs> I don't but, think so. All right, what happens when you put a lightsaber in water? Okay, I do know the answer to this. Uh-oh. It gets wet. <laughs> okay. What do you think it does to the water, though? I guess I have two answers to that. Don't know and don't care. Yeah, I figured that as much. I thought about it for a minute. Eh, not a minute, maybe a few, 15, 20 seconds. I imagine it would probably boil the water. And it's got you thinking now. I could see the gears turning. Well, I, I could see when, when water turns from a liquid to a vapor, it expands 1,500 times. Okay. So I think you'd have an explosion. Yeah. <laughs> it would be like turning the the coal killer up on a on a steam engine. Yeah. I don't know. It's kind of neat. I you know. It, okay. No silly question. If there was actual lightsabers, would you want to have one? Oh, that sounds dangerous. That sounds even more dangerous than a gun. Really? You'd actually have to get close to someone to actually do something with a lightsaber. Okay, because a lightsaber is more elegant and random than a blaster. Yeah. Those were words directly from Obi-Wan Kenobi. Oh, uh, okay. Use use my argument against me. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I don't know. I'm just imagining if someone broke into your house and if you had a lightsaber and you turned that thing on, <laughs> if the, if you... If you approach the the burglar and what that burglar would do if you actually had a lightsaber, hmm. it depends. If it was a Star Wars fan, he probably want to sit down and talk to you. But yeah, I I don't know. It'd be interesting. I think it'd be cool to own one, but I don't know. I've seen the toy ones and I think they're pretty cool. But I'm not going to spend one hundred twenty dollars on a collectible that basically sits around and collects dust. Well, I understand at Disney World they have an entire, like, four-hour experience where you build a lightsaber. Yeah, you pick out a kyber crystal. And it and, has a backstory and mm -hmm. everything. Yeah, it picks out the color and all that stuff. Yeah, it's, I don't know if they let you do it hands-on anymore. I thought I read an article where they stopped that. But, I mean, when they first what, started... What do you mean hands-on? Well, you go in and you actually pick out the crystal and... And then they, you pick out the, the kind of handle you want, and, and there's all these different vari variations of the same. Why would they stop that? Well, I, I don't know. Probably something with COVID or something like that. But I know when they started, it was like a six-month backlog to get in and actually do it. And it wasn't cheap. It was hundreds and hundreds of dollars. So if, like, if I can recall correctly, like four to $500. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, it's probably maybe $5 worth of actual cost in it. but. So I guess we could answer this question by going to Disney World and building one of those lightsabers and putting it in water. Mm, there we go. Or we just ask Yoda the next time we run into him and see what he says. <laughs> so. Why does the electric company have a web page to report outages? Because everybody and their mom has web pages. <laughs> I mean... I don't know, but no. Well, that is we'll a, think about that for a second. Oh, I know. I if know. you have no electricity, how are you going to get on? You going to get on the web oh, to I know. report it? I know. It's just, it, I yeah, that's pretty good. Well, the only thing I could see is maybe your cell phone. Yeah, yeah. I, I guess you could use your cell phone. 
So that that would be my only answer to that. But like I also said, everybody and their mom has a web page or some sort of online presence anymore. So oh, I haven't ever been to your web page. My web page? Yeah. I don't have one. If I did, you'd probably have to put it together. You just proved your own point wrong. <laughs> well, not everybody and their mom, though, either. So, so I guess you're not everybody. No. No. Okay. They broke the mold after they made me, thank God. So where are we at? All right. If you're in the game Mafia and you get whacked, is that good or bad? I don't know. Come on, you came up with the questions. What the heck is the game Mafia? The game Mafia? It's remember Elton John's like the godfather of the game Mafia? It's it's a it's just it's a, a part of a Will and Grace episode. That there was a gay mafia, that there was a behind the scenes group of gay men that were like the gay mafia. It's like you didn't talk about them, but they were there. So they're the ones that develop the gay agenda that the Christians keep talking about. Exactly. I see. And Elton John was supposed to be the the the, the godfather of it all. Well, he made a big joke about it. I can't it. see Elton John as the godfather. I could see him as the queen of something. Yeah. So who would be the godfather then if there was an actual gay mafia? Anderson Cooper? Yeah, that would be a good one. Yeah? I'm trying to think of someone else, too. I can't really... I figured you'd say something like Colin Underwood or something, but I don't think oh, he's... Oh, God, no. I don't think he's had his gay card for long enough and to hold that title. Um, Not really the... Brightest bulb in the bunch. No, no, not at all. At least when it comes to gay um, sensibilities. No, no. Well, he's still new to the game. Yeah. Right? So. Uh, uh, although he's getting married. Yeah, to, I think, his first boyfriend. Yeah, well, so, I think we predicted that. Yeah. The first guy who showed him any kind of attention was... It sounds like a lesbian relationship. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. And that was inappropriate. The other day we said we said something about that. Um, what was it? Oh, we did? Yeah, yeah, we were having a conversation. We, we sometimes have conversations outside this podcast. N- not much, but we do <laughs> occasionally. Other than the courteous high and by. So no. it was something about Colton Underwood. What was? I wish I could remember. Yeah, I don't recall what it was. Well, speaking of that, why do football stadiums call them stands when people sit in them? Well, most people don't actually sit in those stands. I can tell you've never been to a football game. You pretty much stand the whole time, except during like timeouts and in between quarters and halftime. That sounds incredibly stupid. Why? Well, you're not a sports fan, so I mean, you don't get the whole idea of standing and cheering and all of that. Is it because the people in front stand and then the people behind them have can't, to stand in order to see? Yeah, they can't over see. Them? So yeah, it's pretty much. I mean, you could sit down, but then you're looking at someone. Someone's ass is right in front of your face the whole time. Well, don't people pay hundreds of dollars for these tickets? What? I, I, I don't know. I mean, I've been to a few football games in the past, but this was almost 20 years ago. The tickets were expensive, but they weren't that bad. I don't know. I've talked to you about it here at the house. I I think it's silly that people will spend that much money 
to attend a game when you can actually sit in the comfort of your own home, have a better view, be warm or be cold, it depends. Drink, drink cheap beer, whatever your choice is, eat cheap food, instead of going there and dropping hundreds, if not thousands of dollars to a game. Like the Super Bowl, I think the cheapest ticket to the Super Bowl was like $2,500, which is absolutely ridiculous. And then most of the time, if you're there, you're watching it on the big screen anyway. So I, I don't get it. That's just my take on it, I guess. I don't know. I still would spend money to go watch a Notre Dame game just so I could say that I've been to a Notre Dame game and be in the stadium, I guess. So I guess I'm kind of rest of everybody else. I just think for that kind of money, I would want to be like those really expensive theaters where you have a reclining chair that heat that's heated and people bring you pizza and stuff. Well, that's for a movie. I mean, a sports a sporting event, you're there to support your team and cheer them on. You really can't. Okay, uh, so that's the part I don't get. I guess. yeah, I mean, you've seen when I'm watching games here. I, you know, I'm normally in the recliner, we're doing anything, but if a game's on, I'm sitting upright and cheering and acting a damn fool cheering for my team, which I have nothing to do with the outcome of it. um, So, but I still cheer. You have to be a sports fan, I guess, to get it. And we know you're not. (laughs) No, definitely not. No inkling of interest whatsoever. All right, well, on to the movie thing, I guess. If nobody buys a ticket to a movie, do they still show it? This is actually a valid question, and I know the answer to it. Well, I didn't think there was movie theaters around anymore after COVID. (laughs) Not not so much. And most of the movies are now digital. And streaming, yeah. They're encrypted from a digital source, so there's no film. But back in the days when they actually put film in the projector... They would have to run that film even if nobody was in the seats. Because if somebody showed up late, the, the movie would already be in progress. And, and they, they, they couldn't just start the movie from the beginning when that person came in because that would throw the rest of the schedule off. Oh, okay. Well, that makes complete sense. And... The bulbs in those projectors were absurdly expensive, like hundreds of dollars. So if nobody showed for the film, they would go ahead and run the film through the projector, but they'd turn the the bulb off. Oh, to to put less hours on it, I guess? Yeah, yeah. Huh. So if somebody did show up and buy their ticket, they'd have to have somebody go run up to the projection booth and turn turn the bulb back on. Oh, wow. That's interesting to know. Yeah, but I never thought that. That's pretty neat. But now I guess they don't do any of that anymore. Like you said, it's all digital. So I guess they, yeah. And they could probably start it at whatever point they wanted. Yeah, but I imagine even somebody's going to, I don't think there's ever really an an empty movie theater. I mean, I've been to some matinees after a movie's been out for a while, and there's always at least a handful of people in there watching it. And, And movies don't run for months and years like they used to. No, no. I mean, it's just like uh, the newest Batman came out, I think, in February. And I just watched it on HBO Max this past week. I mean, it was maybe six weeks after it was in the theaters, debuting in the theaters, it was on streaming. And, and I wouldn't think the theaters would want to run it after you could get it on streaming. No, I, I don't know. I mean, 
I don't know. It's I like watching movies in the house because if you have to get up and pee or mm-hmm. get something to eat, you can just pause it. Whereas in the movie theater, you're rushing and all that stuff. But me but too. And some movie you watched the other day was three or four hours. It was long. Batman. Gee. Yeah, but I mean, I remember like waiting for movies to come out on VHS before, and it would take almost eight months to a year before it was released on VHS. Yeah, they wanted to squeeze every theater dollar out that they they that they could before it went to video. Yeah, well, I was going to ask, but I know the answer to it, but I'll ask it anyway. Is there? Would you ever go see a movie anymore? If it was in a nice, comfortable chair where they brought me food, and huh. they would put it on pause when I need to go to the bathroom. So, no. <laughs> so, no. I can't go two hours and ten minutes without having to go to the bathroom. That's a no. Okay. I mean, I I'm, I think it, it depends upon the movie. I would probably go see it in a theater. I know you want to go, so I have to find something to go with me. It'd have to be a really special movie for me to go anymore, especially nowadays. So. I saw just the other day that AMC is going to replace all of their projectors with uh, laser projectors. Oh, really? So it'll have a much brighter and much sharper picture and end up costing them less than the the photo fo- photon projectors that they currently use. Yeah, I mean, anymore nowadays, it's so expensive that you can go to a movie. I mean, if you go to the theaters like you're talking about where you can order food and all that, I think the matinees are, even the matinees are 10 or $15. And then if you order food and drinks, it's even more expensive. So I don't even know what a, a normal showing at night would cost nowadays. So when I can, like I said, watch it on HBO Max or anything that's streaming and pay but I think I paid $15 a month for HBO Max. And like I said, I can pause it and rewatch it and over and over and over again. So, Did you say $18 a month? No, $15 a month for HBO Max. Even 15 sounds pretty high. for No, not, not for streaming. I mean, for how much I watch on it and you watch. I mean, it's better than Netflix. Netflix was trying to charge us $25 a month. That's why we canceled it. Hmm. So the only thing I could see me signing up for Netflix again for would be Stranger Things. Yeah. That's about it. And maybe sign up for a month and then cancel it again. But yeah, no interest really in keeping that around. So, And I think Hulu's going the same route. Um, Hulu was a cooperation between NBC and Disney. And now there's the Peacock app and there's Disney Plus. So all of their best shows go on those. Mm-hmm. And Hulu is just kind of being starved to death. Yeah, I mean, there's a few shows that I watch on Hulu, like Vikings, and I can't think of the other name of it, but like some shows that are on FX and stuff like that, because we don't have cable, that I'll watch on there. I think it's called Snowbound, I'm not sure. But yeah, there's a few shows on there that I'll watch, and then if I miss a primetime show, I'll watch it again on Hulu, if I miss it, you know, at night, at night it's tele- uh, televised, so... But I mean, yeah, we, what do we have? Disney Plus, Paramount Plus, HBO Max, Hulu. And after the Orville is over, I don't think we'll even have Hulu anymore. Yeah. So we'll have Paramount, or, or we have Prime, but we'll always have Prime because we're mm-hmm. Prime members. But the Paramount Plus, we'll probably keep that. And I'm going to keep Disney Plus and HBO because of, uh, 
uh, HBO Max because of all the series on there, and then Disney Plus because of the Star Star Wars and Marvel stuff that comes out on there. I think Paramount Plus they've they've discovered that Star Trek fans are the ones that are keeping them going. Oh, of course. Yeah. So now they're going to have a new episode of Star Trek in one of the series at every week. I think everyone should really write me and send me money and congratulations for uh, saving uh, Star Trek because there was a period of time when uh, Star Trek Discovery wasn't on and they didn't have anything to replace it. So I canceled uh, Paramount Plus to send them a message. Oh, right. So, so. So I'm really the one responsible for them having Star Trek all the time now. Okay, that's good of you. That was really good that you did that and made all those Star Trek people happy. Wow. So, yeah, send your money to them, please. <laughs> it would be greatly appreciated. Uh, next question. Why do meteors always land in craters? <laughs> uh, well, I don't think that's how it happens, but... Uh, should be. Why do meteors always land on planets? <laughs> uh, what do you think? Um, I don't know what the scientific basis is for that. Uh, I, I think we should just move on to the next question. Okay. <laughs> All right, my turn. Does the postman deliver his own mail? Why wouldn't he? Well, that's true. So does the postman that normally delivers in his neighborhood just skip his house? Yeah, true. Yeah, that that must be it. Something to ponder. We didn't give either one of these two questions much thought. Did we? No. What's another word for thesaurus? I'm just going to throw that back to you because I know you have an answer for it. <laughs> I don't think there is nah, one. Neither do I. <laughs> the thesaurus. How how did the um, did the thesaurus survive the extinction of the dinosaurs? That's good. I don't know. I guess the uh, T-Rex didn't get him. <laughs> or the meteor that landed in the crater didn't get him. <laughs> Why does triangularly cut bread taste better than square bread? Well, obviously it does. We we proved that this morning, didn't we? No, that's we, something we you, pizza you threw out there when I was eating the, yeah, the pizza flatbread. But, well, you're like a little kid. You cut off the the crust. And you do eat your your sandwiches in triangles. Okay. I cut the sandwich diagonally because I don't like the corners of the bread. And when you cut it diagonally, there, especially if you cut it both ways diagonally, there's no corners left. No, there is. They're just cut in half. <laughs> <laughs> so there goes that argument. <laughs> I don't know. I just know that. When I make you a sandwich, I, I make it, and then I give it to you whole, and I let you cut it, because I'm not going to do that. I'm not raising a five-year-old kid, so <laughs> you can fend for yourself on that. <laughs> well, I don't make you make me cucumber sandwiches with the crust cut off or anything. No. No. All right. Why do people say heads up when you should duck? Well, it's heads up so you pay attention. It's it, so you can see where the ball's at. Pretty much. What ball? The ball? Because normally you say heads up when you're at a sporting event. 
What a, oh, see, I've never been to one, so I wouldn't know that. Yeah, that's a, that's a saying for a sporting event. Like, if you go to a baseball game and the ball gets popped up in the air, or it's a foul ball, people will yell, heads up. It's like in golf, they'll yell four when the when the ball pretty much goes off course. You, hit, you say four to give people a warning that a ball might be heading their way. But you're right, because when someone yells four in golf, pretty much just everyone freezes and stands there, and people still get hit with the ball, so it doesn't really matter. Well, well, I I do, when you watch sports ball on TV, I do see people in the stadium, and when the ball comes to them, they all stand up. Why do they all stand up? They're trying to catch the ball. So every one of them is going to catch that ball. No, but people will fight over it and push each other out of the way, and yeah, it's it's silly. I mean, it's supposed to be like a prize if you catch a foul ball or a home run or... Stuff like that. And when when the ball gets hit into the stadium, somebody yells heads up. Yeah, I mean, yeah, most, no, I mean, the players don't or anything like that, but yeah, people around you yell heads up. I was not aware of that. Yeah. I, I'm, I guess, I, I don't know, I'm still a little surprised by your complete lack of knowledge on sports. <laughs> Imagine. <laughs> I guess I shouldn't be surprised any longer. So, but yeah, that's the reason they do that. It's just a warning. That's all. All right. Why do they put Braille on the drive-up bank machines? Interesting question. I suppose because maybe once in a thousand years, a blind person walks up to one of those machines. Yeah, I was thinking about that too. Or someone. How would they read the screen? Mm Hmm. If they're blind. How do they read the screen? Well, they, well, some of them I imagine are automated, but I've never oh, walked with a with an audible. Yeah, but I've oh, never that would be annoying. Well, I've never seen an ATM. Well, it's not if you're blind. I mean, <laughs> I've never seen an ATM be audible though. Yeah, uh, hmm. I, mean, I was trying to think of, like you know, if someone gave you a ride up there and then you wanted to get out and conduct your business. You've already trusted the person to give you a ride up there and keep you safe. I imagine you could probably trust them with your four digit pin. I don't know. I don't know. It's food for thought. Is it true that cannibals won't eat clowns because they taste funny? Uh, <laughs> well, first off, I hate clowns. So, someone wants to eat them, they can. <laughs> but, for some reason, I imagine if you ate a clown, it probably would taste like whiskey and cigarettes. <laughs> so... <laughs> I'm sorry, I have to catch my breath. (laughs) So, I mean, yeah, I don't know. It's just... (laughs) That's really all I really could say about that. I mean, so I don't think it would taste funny. Just terribly bad and not good for you. (laughs) I I like the way we've taken all of these humorous and sarcastic questions and (laughs) tried to talk serious about them. (laughs) Well, that's what people come in to tune into, I guess. <laughs> well, I guess that's it for now. This seems to be a pretty short episode, but that was pretty fun. Sorry, Bear. What is your favorite joke right now? Okay. What do you call a useless piece of skin on a penis? <laughs> I think I know the answer to this, but no, what is it? The man. <laughs> All right. <laughs> 
Well, we hope you enjoyed this episode of the Bear and Cooper podcast. This is Kura. And this is Bear. Goodbye. Goodbye. You have been listening to the Bear and Kura podcast, a production of the Land of Oz Information Services. We can be contacted via email using the address podcast at oz.com. And Oz is spelled A-W-E-S. This show is part of the Pride 48 Network. Find all the best shows under the rainbow at pride48.com.